0: Hey guys, welcome to the Land Co. Podcast. Today's episode is a property overview, looking at 222 acres in Fulton County. Welcome to the Land Co. Podcast, an analytical behind the scenes look into land investing and land ownership, covering marketing conditions, current inventory, and updates on all relevant land ownership issues here in Illinois. Mixed in with some timely hunting and fishing reports. Hey guys. So slight format change again. Sorry. We're kind of changing stuff as we go. We're just kind of, we're a little new at this podcast thing. So, uh, bear with us as we kind of try to find the right format for this. But, um, we used to do, um, round table discussions on new properties that hit the market, you know, not just ours, but anything in the area. Um, we thought we'd chat about the problem with doing it on the, the round cat, the round table format was that we only got together once a month. And, um, some of these properties, our clients just want information quicker than that. You know, If a property came out a day after we did one of those uh, round tables, it'd be another you know, like 30 days before we sat down and did that. So uh, instead, um, I'm just gonna handle these here at the office and do them from time to time. We'll chime in with Pewdick or Gannaway and uh, he'll help me in these. But I wanna spit them out a little faster after new properties hit the market just so I can get the information to our clients uh, a little quicker. So today we're looking at a new listing in Fulton County 222 acres. It is uh, kind of north, let's see, northwest of Canton, listed by Don Wagner of the Land Guys, and I think this one came out a few days ago, so um, um, maybe even a little further than that, so not like right on top of this, but it's it's very new. So um, the format of these is going to be pretty plain and simple. I'm going to go through the property, what I think of the property, cover all that. Then I'm going to go through the pricing and valuation and kind of see where we think that is uh, in terms of both buying long-term and short-term. So just uh, kind of how we do this anyways, talking to a client or internally, just thought we'd do that um, and throw it on a podcast so you guys can see how we do that and provide a little value if you are in fact looking for properties or even the one that we're talking about. So let's hop right in. Hop right in. This one is uh, again, 220 acres. So this is a This has a bunch of water, which is just super, super rare these days. So um, it just caught my eye like immediately. Well, for a few reasons. One, because of all the water. And two, I own a farm. um, I don't Not very far from here. It's probably a half mile um, from corner to corner. So I own... um, So let me tell you where this one is at. It is just... I have all this stuff kind of pulled up on my computer here. Let me zoom out for a little bit. It is uh, just northwest of canton so if you're heading north on canton um let's see you're gonna head head west kind of by that casey's general store which is cypress road hang a uh which is what my farm is on cyprus but instead of going straight you're gonna hang a uh a right being north on the wild wind road and it's about a half mile three quarters of the mile up so it is um Yeah, a half mile north of Double Clock Farms, which is a 982 acre farm that I own with an investor. So I'm very familiar with this area, uh, know all about it, and uh, so it should be pretty relevant. But so looking at this farm that Don's got for sale, like first glance, it is awesome. Um, Like it lays out really good. It's got some big water that's private. Like it's just, it's cool. Uh, So diving in a little deeper... um, Again, it's a strip mine, some tillable on the north side. The rest of it's largely like kind of unimproved, which is fine. Um, depending on price, we'll get into that later. But specifically the property, he's saying it has, uh, let's see, 12 bodies of water. Largest being 25, two acres that are 11 and 4. So um, it may have that many bodies of water. But realistically, I'm looking at one, two, yeah, kind of three big, big lakes. So um, all that's correct. The big lake looks kind of wide. It's not one of those super skinny and long legs it's got a t so it's got a finger so it's the lake itself well, all of them it, it looks really cool set up for waterfowl looks great um, the toolable on the north side is is fine it's not going to be like it's not a giant toolable field it lays more uh, long and skinny so you're not going to get a, a, a huge you know a bunch of field pits out there there is one on the north um northeast that looks, looks a little bigger you can definitely get a field pit out there Um, Kill some geese. Um, The rest of it, you know, in between the bodies of water, is is just kind of like still unimproved, which is fine because I pulled up the topo map on that. You know, Don said you could get another fifty acres of tillable out there, um, which is could be true. It looks like the middle of that um, is pretty up and down. When I when I look at um, getting additional tillable acres in, the first thing I look at is the topography of it and You know, you can get anything at a tillable, but at some point it's not worth the return. So when it's super up and down, you just, it just never works for us. So we do stuff that has mellow slopes, and it does look like there's a few areas that you could do that. Um, So, again, I don't put a ton of value on that. It's just kind of a bonus that you could get more in, so it's hard to, we'll we'll get into that when we look at the pricing. But the, the, let's see, the west side looks pretty mellow. And the east side looks pretty mellow. Um, and I'm talking about the topography. That middle stuff looks like it's pretty like, pretty up and down. So, But even if you didn't put it back in the tillable, it definitely looks flat enough. You could get some uh, you know, upland strips up there. You could get dove food plots. It's not that old school strip mine stuff that's so up and down that you can't do anything on it. So uh, that is good. Um, looking at the topography, there might even be a couple spots you could get small wetlands in. Um, it would definitely be a pump-up situation. The All that ground is higher. I, I'm not seeing anything that would be lower. I'd have to really get out there to check that out, but from the first kind of look, it looks like any wetland you'd build would be uh, higher than those lakes you'd have to pump up, which is fine. We do that, uh, I think, well, every wetland we have a double, double Clock except for one is a pump-up situation. And the, the, the thing that's nice about that is that uh, you can usually you usually don't have like water problems, you can, so you can get in corn and mill it and all that stuff, and you're not going to get flooded out. A lot of times on those um, the wetlands that sit below the lakes, um, which I have at my personal land co farm, they're nice because it's easy to get water. But a lot of times in the spring they just sit so wet that you can't plant all of it. But kind of getting off on a tangent. But anyways, there is a couple of spots that looks like you could do wetlands, but um, it'd be pumped up. So the property itself looks great. Um, and I was interested because like, I could use another piece in my portfolio of little money coming up. This one's um, by Double cluck, so it immediately caught my eye. So um, I've kind of gone over a lot of this in my head before I'm doing this podcast, but the property is great. The location, I can speak pretty highly of because I own some out there. The location is, um, from a waterfowl perspective, I really like the southeast part of, of Canton and the northwest. So... Um, this would be Northwest, and, and they actually like hunt different birds, and they hunt differently. But this area where this farm is at, I mean, we're hunting the same birds as Double Cluck, Double T. Um, Hitchcock's got a property over there that holds a ton of birds. The location is great. Um, deer hunting out there is awful. I mean, people will tell you it's okay. You may, you could maybe kill a deer out there, but it's not it's not a deer hunting farm. It's a waterfowl fishing farm. But for that, it is. Uh, I bet it's pretty great. So property standpoint cool that there's a bunch of big water um, cool that there's some tillable on the north and northeast it lays out really nice you have access on the north on the west so the property itself like I love it it'd be something that like I would look at if I um, you know was super aggressive in the market which I'm not right now I'm just kind of like you know seeing what's out there in case we want to add something to the portfolio but Property, I like it. Um, and I'm not a huge deer hunter, so that's not that important. But if you're not looking for a deer farm and you want um, water and you want some waterfowl, then I would give this property like an A. Like it is cool, super cool property. Um, moving on to, and I'll say this, and we'll cover this in the pricing water is so rare right now that uh, you just you almost have to pay a premium to get it. So if you're looking for something with water on it, then um, this is definitely worth a look because there's just not there's not much out there so uh especially with lakes like this i mean i think i think don said this the big one is 25 acres i mean that that's huge i mean we do this a lot so we see lakes like that but for m- most people and landowners a 25-acre lake is just enormous uh, and most people say they have a 25-acre lake really like a 10-acre lake like this is a legit 25-acre lake so it is big um so moving on to the valuation which I always do just for my clients cuz you know a lot of minor investors or even if you're not an investor you want to make sure you're getting in at like at least market value. You know, entry price isn't a huge deal if you're long term. Sorry about that. It's not a huge deal if you're long term, but you just want to make sure you're buying at market and you're not overpaying. And if and if you are overpaying then at least you need to know that. So, um, it's 222 acres. I plugged in 24 tillable and it's strip mine tillable, you know. This this is reclaimed stuff, so um, that has been going for about at least at least for our numbers, anywhere between five thousand and six thousand dollars an acre. So what I what I do personally when I do this is I plug in, you know, I have like a high, medium, low. So I plug in six thousand for high, fifty five for middle, and five thousand for low. And uh, water acres are actually the exact same. Um, those are actually probably creeping up a little bit just, they're, just because they're so rare. But for my exercise, I kind of use those, the same ones, to plug in. So um, it's around 45 acres of water total when you add up everything. And I got that from Don, but usually um, I include everything that's over an acre. If it's under an acre, I don't really count it as water. But uh, uh, So 45 acres of water, uh, that leaves us with 153 acres of remainder acres, which is brush, you know, all that pasture ground, all that stuff. And that stuff is going for, it's actually creeping up a little bit. I think, you know, I'll do another podcast on kind of values that we're seeing across the board, but I'm, I'm seeing that creeping up a little bit. I think that's mainly because the inventory is just awful out there right now. So, um, I put anywhere from 2,800 to 3,200 an acre on that stuff. Uh, so, you know, low, medium, high, 3000 for a kind of a middle ground. There's no improvements on this one. So that's easy. Uh, so I add all those up. So if I, um, the high at 6,000 an acre for tillable and water, 3,200 for a remainder, I'm, I'm coming up with 903,600 or 4,070 bucks an acre. The middle would be 3,777 an acre, and the low would be 3,483 an acre. So, um, you know, call it 3,500 to 4,100 or so is is that range where we think the market value is for this so if you're uh and again that's before premiums i think right now it's fair to an investor wouldn't pay a premium but it's fair that if this is your long-term piece and you want to overpay a little bit or put a premium because there's big water on this fine like that i'm actually on board i i paid a little more than these numbers for my personal farm because i thought it was perfect so like there's nothing wrong with paying over this it's just you know you need to know have all that information so uh, they have it listed at, um, let me see, 4,900 per acre, a million, call it 90. Uh, so, 4,900 per acre. So, high, and it sounded high when I first heard it, higher than I thought. I mean, we didn't pay that for Double Cluck, which is, has a lot more tillable, a lot more improvements, but you're on the numbers, and it's not, man, it's not uh, as far off as I thought it'd be. So, you know, if you're a short term investor, I, I'd want to be closer to that thirty four thirty five hundred. 3,500. Um, if you're looking for a long-term piece and this fits, you know, I th- you know, it's it's probably not too off, far off of their listing price, you know, for, 41 is still market value. So if you're, you know, are cool with paying a few hundred bucks an acre premium, maybe even a touch more than that, you can start touching into that 43, $4,400 range, which I don't know if it could be bought for that, but now you're not too far apart. So pricing is a little high, but always remember like people always start high a little bit and they're willing to listen to anything. Um, so if you like it, uh, the property is cool. Price is maybe a touch high. Um, if you actually start, you know, if you assume that you can get all those acres in that Don says, let me see if I plug in 50 acres, it creeps up to 4,400. If you plug in 74 acres, you know, now you're up to 4,700. So it's actually right in line with what they say. I don't like to pay for those acres unless they're in because I'm not, I just... I like to make sure that those are feasible total acres and not just something that you could plant in the first year. So, um, doing that is a dangerous exercise. and I don't do that all that often. I kind of stick with what's currently being farmed, um, and everything else that could be is kind of a bonus. So, it's easier to put a premium on some of those numbers. But um, so that's kind of the quick wrap up. I will uh, I'll include some of these links in the in the show notes. You can head on over to Don's page. And again, we do this to we're not trying to like pump up our competitors but Don's great to work with but we do this we're hoping that you use us when you when you want to look at farms this one or any other farm so but um we'll go ahead and just link you over to Don's uh, page he doesn't have any pictures or anything up it's such a new listing that he's just got an aerial uh looks like an old picture from like a an airplane is up there but the property map is up there and uh he's usually pretty good about getting material out there pretty quick and it's like the stuff he puts out is is good so hang tight for that um and check it out but uh, all in all really cool property water which is rare good location next to the double t uh, double cluck all that stuff over there which holds a ton of birds lakeland park um, and the price is maybe a touch higher than i would be comfortable with as an investor um, but for a long-term piece if you have to overpay a little bit for what you want then um this is certainly a track that I would look at. Look at. So I uh, hope you guys like this format. I'm going to try to do this when any new listing comes out, either mine or, you know, anything in my area that my clients would look at. So I um, hope you like it. If you have any questions on any of these things, or want to set up a time to check it out and what, what uh, you know, land code represent you. That'd be awesome, and we'll surely set that up. But uh, uh, I will get this out and get all the show notes down there. If you have any questions, get in touch. If not, we will be, be back at you uh, as quick as possible.